G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. One of the things that stops us from getting close to God is how we see Him, what we think of Him, what we think He's like. And that's a real tragedy because those blind spots just don't belong in our thinking anymore. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we kick off a new series of messages called Breaking Down the Barriers. And do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about my free daily devotional Fresh. It's all about helping you draw closer to Jesus so that you can be all that he created you to be. It's great to be with you at the start of a new week. And this week on the program, we're going to take a look at the barriers between us and God, the things that stop us from having a close relationship with him. It's a kind of different take on last week's series that was called How to Get Close to God. Today and over the next few days, we're just going to take a look together at some of the things that stop us from experiencing a real closeness to God. It's a bit like a marriage. When two people have been married for a good many years, often there are barriers that have grown up between them. They're still married, they still love each other, but there can be behaviours and ways of thinking and hurts from the past that they just don't talk about anymore. And those barriers are barriers to intimacy. They're barriers to a close relationship. This week, I want to invite you on a journey with me to look at some of the barriers that we put up in our lives that stop us from having an intimate relationship with God. What are they? What do we do about them? How do we tear them down? Over the last 13 years since I gave my life to Jesus, God has been dealing with me on so many issues, cleaning me out, changing my perspective, softening my heart. I hope to live a long life because he has so much more to do and I have such a long way to go. It's a progressive thing. The theologians call it sanctification. I call it rehabilitation. We're made in God's image, each one of us, marred by our own sin. And finally, when we come to our senses, God restores us back to his original image, to be like him. Now, one of the things that's really amazed me along that journey is how often I have blind spots, you know, things from the past, and you just don't see how blind you can be. You know, when you're driving a car and you've got your rear vision mirror and you might have mirrors off on each side, but there's always a little gap somewhere in between, and it's called a blind spot. And the whole point of a blind spot is you can't see there. That's why it's called a blind spot. And in our thinking, we often have blind spots, old ways of thinking that we hang on to. God has a name for those. He calls them strongholds. And it turns out that there's a particular stronghold, an old way of thinking that we can have that acts as a barrier to intimacy with God. The term stronghold is a much misunderstood term. The Apostle Paul in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, talks about it. This is what he says. He says, The weapons of our warfare are not merely human, but they have divine power 
to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every proud obstacle raised up against the knowledge of God and we take every thought captive to obey Christ. So Paul's talking about strongholds here. What exactly is a stronghold, the way that Paul talks about it in the Bible? Well, it's a castle, a stronghold, a fortress. But in this context, Paul means anything on which we rely, an argument, a way of reasoning, a way in which we dispute who God is, a way in which we fortify our own opinions and defend those opinions against an opponent. And Paul says here a stronghold is one of those beliefs or arguments in our heads that stops us from the knowledge of God. I've always thought of a stronghold like this. It's something that I hang on to real strong. And when I hang on to something real strong, I can't let go of that and take hold of the blessing that God wants to pour into my life. That's what a stronghold is. And and the thing that Paul says here is that it's an obstacle raised up against the knowledge of God. It stops us from knowing God. Now, what stronghold could it be that keeps us from a knowledge of God? What is it in our heads that can act as a barrier to intimacy, a barrier to closeness with God. Let's go back to marriage for a moment. See, we understand things in terms of human relationships. And when it drops that God is a person, not human, but a person that we can have a relationship with, it helps to take that human understanding and realise that there are many strong parallels between human relationships and our relationship with God. My wife, Jackie, what if I had this picture in my head that she doesn't want to be close to me? What if I believed I couldn't possibly be good-looking enough or good enough or anything else enough for her to be attracted to me or to be interested in me? What if I had no expectation at all of closeness or intimacy with her? The answer is that that would act as a barrier to intimacy. I want to give her a cuddle. I want to give her a kiss. But, oh, no, no, she would never want that. So you don't. There's a barrier to intimacy, get it? How many people carry that sort of picture around in their minds about God? See, that's a stronghold. That's a blind spot. It's a kind of way it's always been. I've never really felt close to God so much. Maybe once or twice, but not every day. Therefore, oh, well, maybe God doesn't want to be close to me. Therefore, there's no intimacy between us and God. You see... How a blind spot, how a stronghold like this can keep us from intimacy with God. My prayer is that the Spirit of God might remove that barrier in a few people's lives today, once and for all. What's the heart of God? What does He want? What's the cry of His heart? What's His take on this? What is it? James chapter 4 verse 5 says this, God yearns jealously for the Spirit that He has made to dwell in us. He gives grace to the humble. You see the heart of God? God is a God who yearns jealously for us. And throughout the scriptures, you see this phrase repeated over and over again. Here's the phrase, I will be your God and you will be my people. God created us in order to have a relationship with us. And one of the biggest barriers to that, in fact, the only real barrier is our sin our rejection of him. And he dealt with that through the death of his son. And if we carry around this stronghold, this picture of God as a God of judgment and anger and wrath, and and yes, he is. 
Let's make no bones about that. That's his response to our sin, as it should be. But if we forget that he's also a God of grace, we miss the point. Because that's what Jesus Christ is all about. That's, that's why he died on that cross. So that we could have forgiveness. Oh, but Bernie, I don't deserve that. That's why I think God would never want to be close to me. No, you don't deserve it. I don't either. That's the point of grace. That's the point of mercy. Mercy is only mercy when we don't deserve it. Paul writes about this in Romans chapter 9, verse 15. He says, what well, God says, I will have mercy on those whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. It does not therefore depend on man's desire or effort, but on God's mercy. See, it's time to ditch this stronghold of the mind that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Let God's word echo in your heart. I will be your God and you will be my people. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's Word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll free on 1300 722 415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1300 My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of his word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.